French Bing is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. This episode is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity, who asked us not to read an ad. Enjoy the show. I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This, this is Friendship Bing. And the theme this week is... You don't, you don't have to. No, you don't. You just don't have to. Fuck it. Friendship between humans has many benefits, but sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Hello, hello, hello. It is fucking cold in this studio. I have a blankie on. So I've been working out lately because that's part of a healthy lifestyle. I, I'm num- I'm just trying to do all the things that you do when you have depression to have less depression. Oh, that's, yeah. You know, and it's actually working pretty well for me. Like, you forget that, like, you know, your body should move occasionally. Yeah, honestly, that's how I always talk about exercise and hashtag fitness. Like, I will never tell someone to, like, do this to get your body fat down or lose weight. Or, like, I don't, I don't really give a shit about that. It's none of my business. But I always tell people because I'm a runner and it's not that like I'm a a runner. It's like I actually paid for part of my college education with running. So it's been a part of my life for a long time. Yeah. And when people ask me about it, I just or ask me for like fitness tips. I usually just say, just do something with your body that involves moving around that you're able to do and that it makes you feel good. Like, really? Just do that. Yeah. And that's what I've been. So I, I Googled it and Oprah says 120 minutes of exercise a week. Ooh, Oprah's usually right about everything. Yeah. So I'm good with that. I'm using I'm doing the the two hour rule every week. Nice. And try and like, you know, move for, for at least two hours. But I am so slow, Jen. It's okay. I Okay. Listen to how you slow I am. You cannot surprise me with how slow you are. There's I just th- no way. I might. I don't think so. So they say that like the regular person without training can usually run a 5K in about a half an hour. No, that's not true. That's what it said that when I Googled it. That is absolutely bullshit. What that is, is it not then? True. What is it? I would say somewhere closer to 40 minutes. Oh, thank God. Okay, because a 5K is 3.1 miles and the average person cannot run 10 minute miles or under. I thought that that was true. No. I thought that, that you were right. Bullshit. So like, because I went into this being like, oh, I'm doing okay. I'm clocking in about 51 minutes from a 5K. Do not worry about time if you're running. Do not worry about pace if you're just jogging because it makes you feel good to get in shape. The only people that should worry about pace are people that are like actually professional runners. It's not that I want to go fast. It's that I want to go a normal amount of fast. <laughs> That's there is all no I want normal in my life. amount. Well, so when I was a kid, I, I remember the day that we did our first one mile oh, presidential God. run. Torture. And I I was very slow. I was uh, a little chunky as an 11 year old as we uh, we are. And I also had knock knees. <laughs> and I also I just didn't I wouldn't like moving. I was an indoor kid. And I remember like finishing the final lap, just walking, but breathing as hard as everybody who ran super fast. Oh, and I, I did like a I want to say like 18 minute mile. What a way to teach kids to hate running and exercise. Oh my God. You take them at their most vulnerable part of their life when they're like about to go to middle school or in middle school. You do not train them to run a mile. You just make them run around with and you mix all the genders. So it's a weird time to be around boys. If you're me, they don't even know how to use deodorant for the most part. We smiled. They run in jeans. And again, no training. It's like, okay, go do something you've never done before. And it counts toward your grade. That is ridiculous. You would never be like, here, take a calculus test. You've never taken calculus before. Jen, this is the this is the best I've ever felt about physical fitness. Oh, I'm so glad because you're so like, of course you hate running. You're taught to like that is shit is torture. 
Yeah, no, I hate it. Well, so I I like it because I feel good when I do it. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Okay, so you were talking about you don't like that you're slow, which is funny because my number one piece of advice for people that want to take up running or like run a 5K is run slower than you think. Oh. Oh, yeah. Because people are always like, I'm sucking wind after two minutes. And of course you are. It's because you're running too fast. Oh. Yeah, so run slower. Yeah, run so slower. Even if it's a little shuffle, just run slower. That was, so I'd been I've been doing this for a few weeks and this this is running with Jen and Trin. And I've been doing this for a few weeks and I would just be like, okay, well, I've heard intervals are a good thing. Go slow, go slow, go fast, go mm-hmm. slow, go slow. So I've been doing that to to a degree that I feel good with how I'm doing, but not like dying. Yeah, that's great. Okay. I really thought it was just the world's slowest person no, when I saw that 30 not. minute 5K. You that is such that's ridiculous. It's way more important to like if you want to get in shape through running to just be on your like I call it time on your feet. That's way more important than running a certain pace. Like Oh my it, god, this is so fucking good to know, Dan. Yes. In my experience, it takes three weeks of consistent running to feel like a runner, to feel like a person that you're not taking notes, are you? That is so cute. I yeah, I opened up my I love for notes, you. just in case. Well, I'm glad because like running is something I have so much knowledge about and it's it's that's not bragging because it's useless. It's like pretty useless knowledge. So I like that we're talking about physical fitness today. And the reason for this is I I think that we nerds often forget that our brains deserve a luxurious ride in our bodies. Oh, I love that. You know, like we we deserve to have good circulation to our noggins. We deserve to like feel good, you know. And it's if you don't run, don't run. If you if you if your exercise is like, you know, doing things with your fingies. Yeah, then, do whatever works for you, obviously. Right. I think we often f- neglect there's this point in this book by Bruce Coville, Aliens Ate My Homework. We were just Uh, talking about that on the panel. Where the main character was surprised that the science engineer was like super into this alien Tai Chi. He's like, why would you care about being a jock or whatever? And the alien's like, you're a dip because I need to do this to keep my brain happy and healthy. Also, that character was uh, agender. Oh, that's wonderful. Isn't that neat? This was a kid's story? Yeah. That's great. I forgot that that was true. That was my first exposure to an agender person, and it was amazing. That's wonderful. Anyway, so I've been doing this to, like, you know, make my brain work a little bit better. Yep. And uh, my buddy uh, that I hung out with this weekend mentioned that she is church. She's trying to lose weight for health reasons. She was advised by her doctor to do so, which obviously if your doctor does that, still take it with a grain of salt, get a second opinion. But one of the things that she is doing that I thought was really cool is that she changed her scale from pounds to kilograms so that she doesn't really have an idea of what that body looks like tied to that number, you know? And she'll never have to like think about like, what does that number mean? It's just like, okay, am I gaining or am I losing or whatever? And I I think that's the best thing I've ever heard. My jaw is on the floor. That is genius. Isn't that the smartest thing? Way to take care of of yourself while you're exercising. Yeah, yeah. Because it is way too easy to be wrapped up in the details of the what the scale says. Oh my God, that's tremendous. Well, I mean, we do have... I guess question. We have other stuff we can talk about. Our topic this week is you don't have to. You don't have to enjoy exercise. No. Just like you don't have to do what the what we're going to advise people on this question. I kind of made it. I was halfway you there. You got it. We're living on a prayer. <laughs> I made it across that rickety bridge, and here we are. <laughs> All right. Well, I, you always read the first question. That's true. I do. Or should I do it now because you did the segue? Oh my God, do it. Oh Let's God, get it fucking up. weird. <laughs> Let's make this episode weird. All right. 
So this question is from a cis male, pronouns he, him. Most of the guys I'm around in my life, my coworkers, my dad, don't really mesh with my sentiments and interests. I'm somewhere on a spectrum between ace and bi. I'm not out or really acting on it, and I haven't been in a relationship for a long time or really even talked about this to anyone yet. Uh, ahem, side note to the asker, you're, you are super valid, so like you don't have to give us caveats. Like You're queer. It's, it's okay. That's fine. I'm just constantly either exasperated by the way men talk about dating and women or at best just disinterested in the things they're into. I have two local friends who aren't even in my area and a bunch of online friends that I adore, but the vast majority of them are women since I guess I generally feel more comfortable with them than I do with other men. I'm starved for local friends and I feel like I specifically really want to have some male friends in my area. But I guess I'm worried that I've never really felt that comfortable around guys and that I'm just going to encounter shitty dudes who won't be willing or able to be the kind of friend I'm looking for. Namely, someone who will be actually emotionally available sometimes and not performatively masculine all the time. I haven't made an effort to meet new people in years, and I feel like I'm ready now. So what should I be cognizant of as I go out and try to meet people who have similar inclinations that I do that might help me alleviate some of this anxiety about dealing with crap guys? I don't have a local friend network, so I'm kind of on my own, and I don't have access to an extended friend network or anything like that. I feel like this is a real deficit in my life that I'd like to fill in. Okay, first reactions. Ready? You don't have to be friends with men. No, you really don't. Maybe don't. What? Who said that? Oh, Someone in the studio that was, said. I think that was said, the wind. Yeah. Oh, weird. Felt a little. Felt a little breeze in it's here. Like a spirit of some sort. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like everybody, I think gets sick of male bullshit. Like, even men. Even men. Yeah. Just like I mean, I get sick of white people bullshit, and then I also am the perpetrator of a lot of white people bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get really sick of white tattooed ladies with bangs. <laughs> and here we are. And that's who the two of us are. We definitely just look like we walked out of a Portland farmers market together. Oh yeah. If we were yeah. So the other day, I had a Lyft driver who was. Uh, I don't know if he was making conversation or hitting on me or both or whatever, but he said, you know what? You seem like a Tumblr girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I won't. He wasn't wrong. No. And I was like, okay. I didn't say what I was thinking, which is you seem like a 4chan guy. <laughs> oh, didn't no. say that. But, uh, but I was like, you know, I was annoyed that he was making this observation of me when I like, had headphones in. But uh, I can't be annoyed by his assessment because he was totally right. I love Tumblr and like, look at me. Yeah. yeah I feel I, I check off all those, all those boxes. We look like we could be the next protagonist of a Star Wars movie. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. Dark haired white girl. Yeah, we just need more freckles. Who is freckles in the Star Wars movies? Ray. Oh, Ray has She's freckles. She's all freckly. Oh, that's yeah. cute. So this is this is all to say that it's okay. If you don't want to deal with men, you don't have to deal with men. You also don't have to have male friends. That doesn't make you like. So I, I can tell that you're you're diddling around and like researching like what your gender identity is, what your sexuality is. That's awesome. Um, it doesn't make you more or less queer to have male friends. Oh yeah, that's a really good point. If you don't want to befriend what I call hard internet, which is the Reddit and the 4chans, and you want to go soft internet, which is Instagram and Tumblr, that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. I also think you've done something good for yourself already, which is you've identified something you want in your life. But we, we do want to be a reminder, like, you don't have to be friends with men. No. So maybe we should approach this trend. Let me know what you think. What if we approach this, like, here's how to be friends with new people 
maybe they're men. Yeah. No, I think that's yeah, good. Yeah. I also wanted to mention, I know we keep on saying you don't have to be friends with men. You don't have to be friends with men. I think that shutting yourself off to being friends with any particular gender or whatever, I think that's usually not the best move, I yeah, would say. Yeah. Like, it's cool to keep yourself open. However, you do not have to actively seek out the friendship of men. Oh, no, you don't. You know, like yeah. there's a difference between like, oh, you don't have to be friends with men, but also like you don't, I mean, like if it happens, it happens. Yeah, I know. Life is long. You're going to meet a lot of people you want to be friends with and people you don't want to be friends with. You're going to meet a lot of people. Like right now, it probably doesn't feel that way because I can sense you're kind of like this millennial that's off on his own. You're like, oh, I'll never meet any friends ever again. That's not true. And you will have a choice in this matter. I thought it was interesting that they mentioned coworkers and dad that are the two groups of men in their life they spend a lot of time with. So you really don't have a lot of say in who your coworkers are and who your dad is. None, in fact. Yeah. So like I, you're probably feeling like a sense of, I don't, I have to have these people in my life and I don't really like them. If you're full up on men, <laughs> if, if you're involuntary male interactions are enough to get you by. That is fine. The crux of their question was, what should I be cognizant of as I go out and try to meet people who have similar inclinations that I do that might help me alleviate some of this anxiety about dealing with crap guys? So that was a long way of asking, how do I meet new people? Oh, you got to find where the gay at. Yeah, find a find a queer community. So the other day I was talking to um, one of my best friends, Carlin, and we're both, uh, we identify as queer. And I was telling her about how I wanted to write this fiction book uh, and I wanted to base the characters off of my friends, but no one would believe that this cast of characters exists because they were every all six of my best friends are queer in some capacity. And it sounds unrealistic to an outside person, but if you are in the queer community, it's just like you've got a weird magnet. You've got like a weird like ding. Yeah, you flock together on the top of your head. Yeah, you find each other. Yeah, I'm not saying that you necessarily have to go to like gay bars or places that are designated for finding someone to kiss. Like just like a safe space. Um, especially in cities. There are often like queer meetups, stuff like that. And we also have like the basic advice that we give all the time, which is find a place where people are doing the thing that is one of your hobbies. So like there's drink and draws for people who are artists. There are classes at museums, that sort of thing. And obviously, like some of those things come with the the uh, the, the gate of, um, you know, buying something. But but those th places exist and queer people are also there. They're all they're everywhere. Ah, ah right here. Ah. Ah. <laughs> I just feel like if you want a male friend, especially in this time in your life where you're thinking about your identity, I think you may have better luck connecting with somebody who is not a strictly cis straight male. I think you're going to want to mix it up a little bit. Yeah, I agree. That's what I got too. Just some more thoughts. Like once you get the ball rolling and meeting new people, you you might have to do something awkward, but honestly, okay, which is invite yourself to stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't invite yourself to like friend of a friend's intimate wine party birthday where there's like four people sitting in a living room. But oh. if it's an open-ended event, you have to start asking, is it cool if I tag along? Yes. And then with the understanding that sometimes the answer might be no, mm -hmm. because sometimes that's just how it is. And that is, there's no reflection on you. Just some, how it is sometimes. But yeah, you're going to have to do an awkward thing, which is invite yourself. But it's okay. It's honestly permissible. Yeah, our, our advice for you is similar to advice that we would give anybody who is looking for new friends. But with the validation of you don't have to be friends with men. And there are also just like all different kinds of shades of genders of people that you can be friends with. All the colors of the rainbow. It's just 31 flavors. Rocky Road. Mint chocolate chip. Ch cherry. Vanilla. Uh, pear. 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 Ooh. 
Gross. Sorry. But you can do any of that. I think you're probably very cool. Yeah. And you're a complete whole person, even without, you know, even with some some holes missing in your social life. Like, uh, please don't be too hard on yourself. You don't need cool people to complete you. You are cool and you are complete. And you are like looking for cool bonus features right now to yeah. make your life more awesome. Accessorize. Accessorize. Go to Claire's. But dazzle your life. <laughs> with gay. With gay. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. Sounds like something I want to do. I have one more piece of advice. Oh, and this is coming straight from my heart because I've made this mistake before. When you meet someone who seems very cool and like someone you want to be friends with and they tick all of these nice boxes for you, like they're emotionally available. Those are, that's what you said. And they don't like masculine traditional traits or whatever. When you meet this person, your instinct is going to be like to go finally and throw your arms around them and maybe be a little clingy. So what I want you to do is <laughs> be, be realistic. Remember that all humans are humans. I remember when I first met Trin, um, I was working in a very small office and I was the only woman. So when Trin was like brought in to join cards, I was like so overzealous in my friendship. Oh, me too, though. But the thing is, it turned out great because that like overzealousness has only grown over time. And Trin really is as awesome as I thought she would be. Like, I got really lucky. But I want you to understand that, like, I could have really come off badly <laughs> by the way I threw myself at Trin. Well, we did. We we watched for cues. Because remember, I left you that picture of a robot on your desk. Oh, my God. Yes. You know? And, like, um, so I, I feel like we, and this is a good friendship move, is we would uh, reciprocate with some commensurate amount of friendship. Mm -hmm. So, like, I sought you out on Twitter, and then you were the first one to tweet at me. And then I left you a note on the desk and then like you gave me your number or something Friendship like that. romance. Yeah. It's, it's a courtship of that's a kind. That's a good point. It's not like I showed up at your house. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. It's like I brought you – this did not really happen. But it's like I brought you a flower and you brought me chocolate. <laughs> and then I brought you more flowers and you brought me a pony. You know, like it's like you, kept, you keep going. It's yeah. nice. It's a beautiful thing. So uh, in conclusion. In conclusion. You're doing great. Um, I know that I kind of slipped this into the question when I was reading it. But like I, you don't have to act on your sexuality or your gender queerness or anything like that to make it be valid. You don't have to be out. You don't have to tell people. Be as gay as you feel, as queer as you are in your heart. I think it's really sweet of you that uh, you shared your journey with us. But like you are definitely valid in whatever journey you're having. I love that. Yeah. I just held my heart a little bit because that's really important to me. And uh, you don't have to be friends with men. I mean, I would suggest not closing yourself off to the possibility because there are lots of great men to be friends with. But it is very valid for a man to be done with male bullshit for a little while. It's no big deal. Yeah? Yeah. Great. Awesome. Well, guess what you're doing? Number two? Number question. two. You're doing a number I'm two. I'm about to drop a deuce on this podcast. <laughs> oh, no. Ready? Yeah. Hey, Jen and Trin. Here's an awkward situation I find myself in. A friend of mine reached out to me recently because she has a guy she thinks I might hit it off with. Naturally, I asked her why she thought we would get along. She mentioned that he's progressive and likes to discuss and debate things. Family is also super important to him, but I'm pretty sure his sister is his best friend. To top it all off, he doesn't use social media at all, so I can't even creep on him to make my own judgments. I do like a good debate, but it really depends on the person. I've been really burnt out on debating and then educating dudes in my life, especially in the last few years. I also no longer talk to my own family, so there's some awkwardness around that area as well. Also, I love social media. I made tons of great friends there and enjoy keeping up with them in their lives, so someone who doesn't get it would probably not be a great fit. 
To top it all off, I can't help but think that we actually wouldn't hit it off, but she's only suggesting to him to me because we're both fat. That's where it gets tricky. I can't accuse her of trying to pair off the two fatties in her life, can I? Obviously, there's nothing wrong with being fat and we should all love our bodies. But pairing off two people because they're both fat or gay or have blue eyes seems like a bad reason to think two people should date. Am I ever thinking this? How do I talk to my friend? Do I just suck it up and go to a group hangout and get to know this social media-less dude? It's 2018. He doesn't even have a Facebook. Thanks for your help. Looking forward to any pet gardening updates we get in the future. Okay, so real quick before you answer your question, we're going to do a quick pets, plants, interlude. Do it up. Updates. So first of all, cats are great. Roast Beast hasn't barfed as much lately. She's been having a lot of barfs. How's she's Doug old. go? The, the Dougie is doing great. Um, he Has he destroyed anything in your life lately? Nothing recently that I can mention because I've gotten really good at keeping the plants out of his way. Nice. He does mergle into the night, I think. Mergle into the night. He mergles. So here's the thing about his mergling. It's like, yeah, like murloc sound. Yeah. So, you know, I'm working at home now and he walks up to me and he'll mergle in, in expectation of like a pet or a treat or something. And I think most people would be like, oh, you're letting your cat train you. No, I am glad he's letting me know what he wants. So he'll mergle and then I'll just like walk over like, okay, buddy, it's time for lovin's. And then I give him all the kisses and whatever. Five minutes later, he's fine. I go back to work. It's actually working out really well. Plants doing great. They're all in the shower now because the root, I'm trying to root some cuttings and uh, and they need some diffuse light and high humidity. So they're uh, all in my shower on a heating pad. What do you do? When you need to bathe. uh, I I don't bathe that often, so it's fine. I mean, like, listen. Okay, all right. I got long hair now. So, you know, you don't need to wash it that often. The shorter your hair is, the more often you have to wash it because the easier it is for people to see the nasties. How about the rest of your body? Is that an inappropriate question? Do you want to smell me? Because I smell. Uh, You know I can't smell. Oh, fair Wow. Yeah. That was rude. I'm sorry. Me. Uh, no, I, I'm doing okay. You know, like, I mean, just g- if I get in for just a little wipe down. I do a little rinsey rinse a little when rinse. I don't feel like going in all in on the shower. Right. The plants, they can't see anything. <laughs> they're not judging me. No, they're not. How about you, Jen? Am I judging you? Of course. <laughs> uh, how's Mavis? Mavis is wonderful. We, okay, real quick. We have not used any of the real names of our pets my for some real, reason. My, the real name of my dog is Mavi. But everyone gets her name wrong, which is fine because she's a dog and she doesn't care. She goes by Mervis, Mavis, May, Murphy, Maeve, Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, people often think her name is Maddie with like a D. D's Maddie. Uh, it's Mavi from Maverick, Maverick from Top Gun. Duh. Idiots. Anyway, she's great. How's your plants? So for Christmas for my partner, I got a uh, indoor herb garden. Ooh. Or as I like to call it, the herb garden. Pronounce oh. the H, please. I think that. The British indeed pronounce the H in herbs. I think they do too. So like you're just doing it as the kings would. Good. So yeah, herbs. Um, they, They've gone full annihilation and taken over my apartment. Have you seen annihilation? Oh yeah, I love it. It's so good. It's so good. What's important is answering this question. Yeah, let's do that and then talk about annihilation after. Listen up. This guy sounds like a bit of a dud. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, trust your instinct if it doesn't seem like a good fit. Yeah. And like, I don't know. You know what it is? <laughs> What? Uh, I think this. I think this person might be being set up with my brother. Oh, <laughs> um, he—he's great though. You should date him. Uh, I mean, so 
ultimately, if and he, then he could be related to Trin, which would be the best gift in the world. That would be great. My best friend really is my brother. <laughs> like I have, I have like a few really, really good friends. And my brother's one of them. Um, anyway, if you are actively looking for dates, like this is something that you've told your friends, hook me up. Like, all right, um, on the prowl. Then I actually do suggest going out with whoever you know, just to, just to see. And it's not even like necessarily like, oh, he could be the one, but you get a better idea of what you don't want. Take him to a place where you would have wanted to go anyway. Yes, I love that. You know? Yes. So it's just, so instead of like, oh, like this is a date and we're just going to go get food and like watch each other eat. It's like, okay, cool. I actually really wanted to go to this exhibit of the Art Institute. And like, okay, you can tag along. Great. And we can talk about art. Cool. I think that's great. I think because that's allowing yourself to have new experiences, doing things you want to do anyway with a companion at the time doesn't yeah. without without expectation of what will happen after the art institute exactly but like the other thing is that if you're too busy to even potentially waste your time with this person that you can't find something in common with just don't do it if you have to suck it up at all don't do it yeah when you use the phrase suck it up Trin and I were like you don't no of course no. not we just said life is long but life is also short and yeah. you shouldn't have to suck it up to hang out with someone you're it's not it's like we say life is long and life is short somewhat interchangeably sometimes because uh, what we mean is you have a your, your life is precious and life continues without your intervention life will go on with, without you you will you will meet more people it is okay um, so you don't have to go out with this person. It could be a good experience, but if you're not willing to put your time and energy and, and your precious youth on the line, you don't have to. Yeah, I, I also like that the person is told us their frustration with this person not having any social media presence. And my partner doesn't really use the internet the same way I do. And like, to me, that's a goddamn blessing. <laughs> like, like, don't be addicted to Twitter in the way I am. Mm -hmm. Thank you for grounding me in something outside of the internet, which I'm very much addicted to. But that said, if I were being set up with someone, I would be very curious what they did online. Right. Yeah. Or like secret 4chan presence. Right? Like, are you are you on Facebook posting Trump memes? Then I need to know about that before we hang out. Right. And then not hang out. Yeah. Is is his social media presence like creepy subreddits that, that he keeps away from people? Yeah. Let's be real. Okay. But here's the thing. You wouldn't have to go... If he were like classically handsome and a social media influencer who shares your love of photographs of Japanese moss. Even then you wouldn't have to go. You wouldn't have to go. Because Even if they were like seemed perfect, you yeah, still don't have to go. You don't have to do it. Jen, what if we talk about some scripts of how you can let your friend know that you all aren't interested? Yeah, let's do that. How would you tell your friend you're not interested in this specific person? Well, let's start off with just conversations one could have. Like, let's say you want to give your friend the benefit of the doubt for some reason. Oh, and then I think you could ask, like, why do you think we'd hit it off? Yeah. What just, is it, like, what do we have in common? I would, I, honestly, I'm personally just curious to know. Yeah. Because progressive and wanting to debate, I don't think are that good of... <laughs> You know, like I like I don't want to go out on a date with somebody who like wants to argue with me. I know. Even if we agree, I don't know if I want to hang out with a like a liberal progressive dude who wants to talk about that a lot. I just want to loudly agree with you all night. Yeah. I Aggressive agreement. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Man, if I wanted that, I would just hang out with Trin. <laughs> she may also just say like. I thought you'd hit it off because I don't know. It's like some je ne sais quoi that you have. What's that mean? It just it means I don't know in the French. Oh, wow. I love your French accent. Did I do it Oh, okay? my God. I love it. You should be in Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> no. I definitely so good. got it entirely from Lumiere. I love it. Uh, okay. So this is a valid thing. 
I would want her to more sp- be more specific about the I don't know. Because if she's like, hey, you know, you guys give me like similar vibes. You vibe me similarly. <laughs> Corner her and make her say it. But you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like if she doesn't know, then she better have a really good reason for not knowing. Because otherwise I would say she is doing that. Oh, you're both fat. So this will work great. Right. Oh, you're both bisexual. So this will work great. Actually, that did work great. I'll be honest. One time I dated a bisexual man and it was like a ton of fun. And we really were like, oh, I'm being bi, right? It only it was like six months, but it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> when was that? Uh, college. Nice. Yeah, I met yeah. him uh, in Germany. Nice. And uh, we both, but we both lived in Chicago and we were both bisexual vegans. And, but that was about it, you know, yeah. like, like it was just like after six months, we're like, okay, we're, we're buds. We're friends. This is all to say that this is a good way to indicate whether or not she is doing the thing to you. Yeah. Make her say it. What do we have in common exactly? Why do you think we'd be a good fit? Do you think we would make a good a cute couple or something? Why do you think that? Just keep leading, lean into it and then like yell at her if it's the truth. That's the thing is like if it, if it comes out that she's like, well, if you're both fat. She might say that. Yeah, she might say it or she might dance around it and get close. Right. I would actually rather her say it out loud. Probably. You know? Yeah. Because if she's like, I feel like you could talk about like issues in society or whatever. Like, okay, fair enough. But then you should tell her that's not my number one thing that I'm looking for. Yeah, that's really only, that's not really that important to me. It doesn't even really make the list. And like when I say list, you listen up. Make a list. Actually, make a list. Like, I know this sounds like really cheesy or whatever, but I've done this before. You write down a hundred qualities of a partner. You start out with the must-haves and you get all the way down to like, oh, he's got to have tattoos, but none of them have to be, but none of them are in like fake Sanskrit or whatever, especially if he's white, because that would be super bad. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like do the whole thing. And then one, you have a better, clearer idea of what you want. And two, you can send that to your friend. It is not superficial to have preferences. Yes, absolutely. When it comes to like dating criteria and relationship criteria, it's good to have criteria. Yeah. If one of your criteria is he's got to read the Atlantic, that is fine. No one cares. I mean, good luck. Find you a man who reads the Atlantic. I don't care. Anyway, what else? What other conversations should we have with the friend? I mean, I guess the question didn't say whether or not. Should I go on the date? Yeah, but the asker didn't ask. I don't correct me if I'm wrong, but did the asker indicate whether or not they want to be hooked up with someone? So I don't know because she, the, the asker, she, her, right? Yes. So the asker, I, I, I highlighted a couple of questions. To top it all off, I can't help but think we won't actually hit it off. And am I overthinking this? How do I talk to my friend about this? Or should I just suck it up and do this? So we've solved the do I suck it up and do this? No, you don't have to do that. Yeah. There are plenty of great reasons for for going out if you want to. But if you have to like, you know, pull yourself out of your apartment, don't do it. Like who cares? But how do I talk to my friend about this? Am I overthinking this? You are not overthinking this. No, I think maybe your friend is underthinking this. That, whoa. Oh, Trin's pointing at me. Jen, I love it when Jen, she does Jen, that. Jen, Jen. <laughs> oh my God. I like that. So like, it's like, you know how we mentioned on the last episode that like d- that sensitive is often used as um, uh, a defense mechanism. It's a defense you said mechanism. that and it was fucking awesome. But so is overthinking. Like, oh, you're overthinking this is I think that's the uh, the brain side of being sensitive. Oh, you know, uh, oh, the word I hate more than most words is 
you're over, you're overreacting. Yes. No, I'm just reacting. Yeah. It's not over anything. I'm reacting to something in my life. Oh, you're oh. overthinking this. I'm just, I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I'm using my brain. Yeah. What do you think this brain is for? Try it out sometime. How about <laughs> you do that? Read a book. <laughs> so when you go into the conversation with the friend, again, you can give the friend the benefit of the doubt. Like maybe that is is warranted here. Like it, you, you're totally right. We should love our bodies. There is nothing wrong with being a fat person. Like there's nothing wrong with it. But the the wrong part is if her, is if your friend's weird little brain lizard gremlin in the back of her brain, like her lizard brain was like, oh, two fat people, obviously they shall fall in love. That is the problem. Yeah, that's not cool. No. So like the conversation that you have is, hey, friend, can you please admit there's a lizard back there making these stupid decisions? Yeah. Maybe you didn't, you weren't, maybe you weren't aware of it, but uh, something indicates that you put us two together for a reason and I know what it is. Yeah. And in the future, if and, and obviously, like, if you – this is up to whether or not you actually want the friend to continue hooking you up. You can say, in the future, these are the things that are actually important to me. And this about this guy is why I think it won't work. Or you can say, in the future, uh, why don't you mind your own fucking business? Yep, that's absolutely acceptable too. I cannot imagine something more insulting. I mean, I can, but this is pretty insulting to have someone hook you up with someone without your consent. Yeah, like, if you've never indicated to your friend that you want to be hooked up, God, I hope that's not the case. I hope you've had some conversation where, you, where they were like, hey, do you have interest in dating? Or, right. Like, please, God, let that have happened. Yeah, I hope it's not I hope it's not that. But I can also, again, if you want to give your friend the benefit of the doubt, like try and remember if you said around them, oh, man, I just wish that dating would be easier. Yeah, or if, totally. Like, I just wish that like some man will show up at my door. She may be trying to do that, her version of that. Yeah, she may be trying to be helpful and fixy. Yeah. Sometimes I personally really love lining up gentlemen suitors for my uh, amazing female friends to choose from. And that's what I like to do for fun. Dating with Trin. But I always ask. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The one time my buddy Meg on Twitter was 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 talking about that. And I was just like, hey, Meg, can I can I put out a search call? Didn't you do this on Facebook, too? I've, what did people call it? They were like, oh, tr- uh, trin, trin, Trinder. Trinder. It was like yes. Tinder, but me. Yes. Because like I, I would really love it if all my friends who want to kiss people could have somebody who wants to kiss them. And they've already passed the Trin test, which is pretty great. Right. I ended up not finding somebody for her. And one, because she lives very far away. And two, <laughs> because uh, one of my friends emailed me and he was like, I may know some some eligible gentleman. And I was like, okay, she's really into Mass Effect. She's got Mass Effect tattoos. So I want to know, are they the same kind of nerd she is? And he, he's like, not the same kind of nerd, same magnitude. And I'm like, put them back on the block. Don't want them. <laughs> oh, I love it. Anyway. Oh, if man. your friends so trying you to hook filter you up, them, that's I fantastic. Did. Good work. Thank you. Because like I don't want, I don't want some freaking BattleTech nerd trying to hit it off with my Mass Effect nerd right. friend. Anyway, it doesn't matter. What's important is that your friend needs to put this amount of effort in for hooking up you. Because the because what your friend, it's great if your friends want to hook you up, but if they put you in uncomfortable situations, that's no longer a favor. Oh God, nailed it. So your friends have an obligation to you to be very discerning. Yes, they do. I I think that if you mess with other people's love lives at all, it's like you have to be on like serious mode and take it seriously and be willing to put in a lot of time. 
don't be flipping about that. Take your friend's time seriously. So recapping. Recap it. One, you're great just the way you are. Two, your standards are great just the way they are. Three, if you feel like going out with somebody to do something, eh, why not? Four, you don't have to. Five, your friend may have some shitty lizard brain telling her what to think, and it's time for her to admit this. Six, I don't know how high this is going to go, but we're on six now. (laughs) Keep going. Six, if she wants to hook you up and you are cool with the hookup, you should give her more parameters to work with. And seven, I really hope that you find somebody to smash emotions with. You deserve whatever you want. Whatever it is you're interested in. Well, this has been Friendshipping with Jen and Trin. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, you super can. We're at Do Friendship. If you would like to email us a question, you can also do that at friendshippingpodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to buy our shit, you can. We've got enamel pins that say Do Friendship at the front. They're very cute. We've got postcards at thefriendshippingstore.com. Thank you to Alex Cox for making the studio work. Psych! Thank you to Cher Vincent for making the studio work. Thank you so much, Cher. Cher is on uh, many uh, audio programs. You can find her at Cher Musings, uh, C-H-E-R Musings on Twitter. And uh, she's so helpfully and gently guided us into our uh, our recording uh, sessions. We don't know how to work computers. Thank you to Ian Parman for editing. Thank you to Lauren Gallagher for designing. Thank you to Molly Lewis for singing. And thank you for talking. Wait. Wrong. Incorrect. Yep. I talked. Yep. You did not do that. Want to do it again? Uh, no, let's just leave it. You're welcome for listening. Do friendship at the problem. Oh, okay. Our topic oh. this week is you don't have to. Oh, Trin just smacked her LaCroix on her microphone. Sorry, that was pretty great. Buddy. Ian, leave that in. Oh, I love a good no. I love a good sense of place in this episode. <laughs> you have a good sense of like what we're doing. And like right now I'm wrapped in a blanket because it's fucking cold and Trin's drinking LaCroix yeah. and spilling it all over the place. I'm having I'm having a time.